Welcome to the Heart-Centered Entrepreneur Podcast. I want you to be rich. Yes, I want abundant financial success for your business. But I don't just care about your business making money. I care about you too. I want you to be rich in happiness, in the impact you make, in your relationships, and in how you give back. I'm Anna. I built my six-figure business as a side hustle while I was pregnant with my daughter in 2016. Now I've helped dozens of women do the same. I'm here to help you build a profitable, heart-centered, fully booked business with the latest tips on sales and visibility, with proven mindset hacks, and sneak peeks behind the scenes with what's working right now in the online space and in my business. Ready to make more money with heart? Let's go. So what is most pressing on your mind that you want coaching on? Um, I think converting my Facebook group members to paying clients. Oh, I love this question. Okay, great. Tell me more. So I have been building my group and it consistently gets new members. I'm at like three and a half K and I've started, I used your free download thing a while back to create, you know, um, a message, a welcome message, um, that I send to every new member, as well as if they didn't answer the question, something I send out. And then I do the welcome post once a week. Um, and I think where I get stuck is, you know, the people that write back and I converse with them. Um, I guess I don't know where to take it from there to like continue the continue connecting with them and moving them towards the funnel. Yes. I love this question. It's a great question. Okay. So remind me, I think I just have like a little bit of context from your business, but you do like, what are some of the conversion type things you do? Like you do QA calls, like what are some of those things? So we have some lead magnets. Um, when people join the group, I ask them if they want the, um, how to connect with locals anywhere you go download. Um, we do, I have in the past done like live workshops on the destinations where it's, you know, works in with like, and you can have all this without planning it yourself. <laughs> you just come on our trip, but those haven't, I haven't got a lot of turnout from those, but you know, like you said, if there's just two people there, then that could be worth it. But, oh, one thing that has worked well is a free live cooking class. So to celebrate our fifth year in business, we did a birthday biscotti baking class. And I got a client from that and um, someone else that's probably, you know, they said the book in the future. So um, that tends to work well because you have a longer period of time to connect with people. Mm-hmm. They get a taste. There's a lot of opportunity to pull out some details for them about our experiences. So um, that works well, but I don't do it very often. <laughs> I love this. I think like in the online space, like we've really confined like marketing to like a webinar, a challenge. And like, not that those aren't great because I love a challenge, right? But I think really a marketing event is anything that allows our audience to connect with us and build deeper relationship, right? And especially if we can like, kind of like you and I are doing here, right? But it's one-to-one. But the cool thing about a leveraged marketing event is you're building the relationship one-to-many. Um And that sounds like you've struck gold with that combo of, you know, you're able to show up, do your thing, give a little value. When you do that cooking class, like, do you share at the end, like, by the way, just a quick blip, if you ever want to go on a trip, this is what it's like. Like, do you do a little bit of selling on that? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, good. So what is holding you back from doing more of those? Probably being overwhelmed with so much, you know, one woman show doing all the things. Yes. I am in the process of hiring a VA, I've had one before, but I always, um, I've had a lot of interns in the past and that kind of thing. 
But um, the VA I had, her quality started to go down and she was, you know, fresh out of college. So I was really, you know, training her and stuff. So um, I haven't had one for about two and a half years or maybe two years. Um, so I find myself, I, I know that that could be a game changer for me to have help. But I realized because I've been interviewing this week and um, I'm just someone that doesn't spend a lot of money. Like I realized that the number I came up with was totally arbitrary. Um, you know, it was a number that I felt like was okay to spend, which was like 300 a month for like 10 hours per week, you know, using people in countries where the USD goes further. And so I guess I need to work on, you know, um, how to find someone that's going to be already bringing their own skills and expertise to my business and ready to like hit the ground running. And I realized journaling yesterday that the important thing is not how much it costs, because I have to believe that no matter how much it costs, hiring them is going to bring me money. And so it's really about finding the right person that's excited about my business and um, has the right skills to offer and is a good fit. Let's put a pin in the conversation about the marketing event, because I think that's important too. And I think number one, that's going to get easier as you repeat it. Our marketing starts to get easier as we, if you do that same type of class again and again, right? Mm -hmm. It's just going to get easier and easier and less tech heavy because you're just repeating the same stuff, right? But I love yeah. that we transition to the second piece, which is maybe like the deeper, truer thing, which is going on here, which is like, you need support, you need help, right? Your business is making money and you're, you're ready. It's like that messy middle time where it's like, it's making enough money and I'm busy enough where I'm overwhelmed, but maybe I'm not quite making enough yet where it feels super good to spend a lot of money on a, a VA. But I think what you said is so key. If you invest in the right person, it a hundred percent is going to make your money back. Right. And I think it makes a lot of sense to hire someone at whatever rate feels good to you, right. Whatever VA entry rate, like $30 an hour, like instead of going for someone that's going to charge, you know, $4 an hour, going for someone that's going to pay $30 an hour, but potentially is going to do more for that 30 more in one hour than some, you know what I'm saying? Like either you have to, you're paying less and you're spending your time training them, right? Or you're paying more and they're bringing more to the table. And I think for where you're at, you don't have the time to be training someone, right? You want someone, you don't want to hire a project. Like you want to hire someone that's going to come and relieve work, relieve stress, take things off your plate, right? So I love the yeah. idea of coming up with your budget. So if you say in your head, like I'm budgeting 400 bucks and I would even see like, okay, can I do that for three months because initially mm -hmm. when we hire someone, it doesn't relieve a lot of stress because we're training and you know, but like if you can go in for three months and say, I'm going to spend $400 for three months, right? What is that? Four times three is $1,200, right? If this person can help me sell one more ticket, one, like that's going to make it worth it. Right. Um, but if I can think, okay, $1,200 investment, and then looking at, let's say someone is charging entry-level VA, $35 or something like that, right? Um, an hour. So what's 1,200 divided by 35? That's like 35 hours, right? Mm -hmm. And so just trusting that those 35 hours are gonna do more for you than someone at $4 an hour at way more hours, right? What are your thoughts on all that? Yeah, I agree. I like the idea of, um, cause I always multiply it by 12 months and look at that number. And if it's scary, I'm like, Oh, I can't spend that much. And, and if it's comfortable, I'm like, okay, I could do that. So, um, I like the idea of like 
doing it for a shorter period, at least wrapping my head around that. I also do not to get off topic, but I also do another thing I struggle with in my Facebook group is um, I go through periods where I'm really active at holding myself accountable for doing two to three lives per week. And then I go like six months, I get burnt out and I'm like, I don't want to have to go live today. Like, ugh, you know, um, so I wonder if you have any tips on, um, I guess being more consistent and making it easier or I don't know. I love this. And um, I think what you're coming across too is like, I love the idea of you leaning back on the Facebook lives a little bit so that you have more energy and time and capacity for your marketing event. Right. So if you're only going live once a week, right, then you might have more capacity to do your cooking event once a month. Right. Mm -hmm. How does that feel? Yeah. It's probably just about setting my mind to it. There was a period this summer when I reached out to you and told you I did the scholarship program. I was just in a mode of like ignoring the part of me that's like lazy and like, ugh, that means I'd have to build a funnel and do XYZ. <laughs> I was just like, okay, let's do it. Let's get it up and going which is probably now why I'm burnt, but going back to just one live per week. And yeah, I think I was trying to say, it's just about making the decision mm -hmm. to do mm -hmm. the, the, and organizing it. So figuring out who I'm going to ask to lead, because I lead it with a partner in Italy. That's part of one of our trips. So I can say, yes. you know, you in, in real life, um, maybe it's even every it, other month, right? Like every other month or something. Even mm -hmm. once a, I mean, just to start to wrap my head around it once a quarter, you know, yes. that's doable. It's just, I'm currently staying in Italy with my friend, Anna, who leads our cooking classes on one of our trips. So I literally could like, I have the easiest setup to do one now while I'm here. <laughs> yes. I love, and I think too, it's remembering, like I said, like how marketing starts getting easier. And this doesn't get talked about enough in the online space, right? When we start to make our business boring, like you'll see that I run challenges all the time, right? Not because I think challenges are the only way to market, but it's because it's the system that my team and I are really good at, right? And so for you, as you run your cooking class, you're going to start to notice when you're on your like fourth, fifth, sixth, ninth cooking class, it's just going to start to become autopilot because you already have the emails to send. You're just tweaking them a little. You already have the graphics. You like, that's where like it starts to become easier is when we just repeat that same thing that works for us again and again, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think the thing I hear you saying like, oh, it's going to be so much work. Okay, so what's your goal for like how many clients, you're, how many more clients do you want to be getting that you're not getting right now? I guess is the question. Um, Let's say I have three trips with seven spots each right now for per year. Um, so are you asking how many spots are still open that I need to yep. fill? Yeah. I have about 15 spots to fill. Okay. But I have I a lot that. of people interested. It's something strange is happening this year where a lot of people are interested in our trip for next October. They're saying me, I'm going to book, but I'm going to wait until whatever, you know, so. Mm -hmm. you know. And that's a good topic to talk about later. And if we don't hit this in session, you should post this in the Facebook group because I can answer, but creating mm -hmm. like urgency and incentives like how to get people mm -hmm. off the fence. Right. So mm -hmm. let's put a pin in that. Um, yes. but okay. So if you knew, and you can even create incentives as a part of these marketing events, right? Like if you buy on this call or if you buy 48 hours, then you get a bonus or something. Right. Um, no, I did, that, that is what worked well. That last cooking class, I did a hundred dollar <sighs> disc and it worked. So yeah. 
I mean, <laughs> look, at you, look at you go, right? So like, it's kind of all combined, right? So if you knew for certain that if you did a cooking class a quarter or every, whatever we decided, right? That you would hundred percent fill all 21 spots. Would it make it worth it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's going in with that energy, right? Like it's, this is our best guess at what's going to sell out your business. Right. So it's like, I know you're saying like, we do this thing in our business where we're like, Oh, but this is going to be going to be, it's going to be work or it's not going to be fun. Right. But like, but is that amount of money going to be fun? Yeah. Well, it's, so I think it's like, it's okay. If not every part of our business is exciting or glamorous. Right. Yeah. I think eventually it will be, but it's okay if it's not fun at first. Right. Uh, actually, if I think about it, that's a lot less work than creating a presentation about a destination. Ex- of all the marketing things, this is it, right? So I think it's like, we get this thing where like, we make it wrong if it's not the best, but it's like, of, of it has the least cons and the most pros of all the marketing you could do, right? It's true. Yep. Yay. Okay. Um, tell me what your biggest takeaways are from session. Oh, oh, okay. Shorter periods, thinking in shorter periods. So going in for three months instead of a year. Um, yeah, I've never thought of, I've always felt like I need to do all the different <laughs> marketing things. Right. But it's, it was interesting to look at it from a perspective of like, okay, here's all the things you're doing. What works the best? It seems obvious now that I say it, but what has the, uh, the least cons and the most pros, like you said, um, so that really comparing it to the, the work I have to do for those presentations I've done, it makes me so much more willing to say, okay, if I do these cooking classes, then that means I can put the presentations aside and not have to do those, or I can run them as a paid, some kind of paid event because they are so much more work. Yeah. Or even like once a year, right? Like maybe still keeping it in, but again, like you said, making me changing up where it is in your structure, Right. Okay. I love that idea of moving to one marketing, like get, getting that well-oiled, hiring a VA, taking that 90 day investment, right. And then being able to assess after that's 90 days and then moving to one Facebook live a week, right. Taking the pressure off there. So you have capacity for that higher touch. And then, like you said, to making sure you are doing that incentive on the class to get people off the fence. Well, it's kind of like top of mind for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One quick question. Do you, um, for your lives and things, do you pick a topic like this week, I'm going to talk about this thing. Um, and that's how you know what to talk about on your live. I, I like to, I like to say, and I like to like warn people like the day of do like a little text announcement in the group, like, Hey, join me live at noon for this thing. And even if people can't make it live, sometimes they'll see that notice and then go catch the replay. And that's the thing. If you wean down from three to one, I think, you'll enjoy it more because you're not burnt out, but also your audience is more likely to catch it because it feels a little bit more exclusive, right? And do you have like a system where you are reminding yourself, um, you know, I chatted with this person online a week ago. So in two weeks, I'm going to touch base with them again. Yes, I do have a system actually. (laughs) It's called the client tracker. Have you heard of this? It's $10. (laughs) it's on my website. I think it's either like 10 or $17, but it's basically a really simple spreadsheet that has three tabs and it's really basic, but it's really good. (laughs) I think some of the best systems are simple, but I just like write down people's names as a way to remember like, Ooh, so-and-so said to reach out back out with them. Or if I have a conversion event, like your, um, cooking classes, you might create a fresh tab for that, but that's what I use. I'll send you a link for that after. Okay. Thanks. Yeah.
Thanks for hanging out today. Please hit that subscribe button so you can make sure to stay updated anytime a new episode drops. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook community. It's called The Heart-Centered Entrepreneur. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live and do free trainings. And you may even meet your newest biz bestie. So you can join at heartcenteredcommunity.com. It's absolutely free. And I cannot wait to see you in there.